All right. Jason's you, bouncing in the red already. I let like me, it. Let me tell you, I hate Morgan fucking Wallen. Yeah, fuck him. Everybody thinks he wrote that that Jason Isbell song, you know? Yeah, I know. That everybody's he, like, oh, that's my favorite song. I'm like, fuck you. He didn't no, write that. No, Jason Isbell guess did what? a when you tell way better version. Do you think they even give a shit? Or no. do you think but you know who's getting a fucking check in the mail for doing no. shack shit? Jason Isbell. Jason Isbell. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Campers Jam cast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander, and Matt Trepo. As far as like uh, musicians and stuff like that, not sounds catty. But before I can really like like somebody, I also want to follow them on the old Instagrams and just I want to see what kind of what the personal what life kind of is person like. you are. Yeah, because you can tell a lot about their Instagram. Did you know that Ricochet has been back on their Instagram? Fuck Ricochet, and and they did the Opry, and like it's getting like and four likes. Dylan Kate needs to be saying fuck Ricochet too, but he's too big of a pussy to do it. I know. We were more fired up about dude pissing on his van <laughs> than he was. I guarantee I you, saying Daddy's money on the Grand Ole Opry, and George Jones rolled over in his goddamn grave. <laughs> <laughs> like, what Let the me see. Fuck, have we come to? <laughs> Heath Wright. Oh, I know his name. I follow him on Facebook. I oh, still yeah. got him on yeah. there. He looks pretty yeah. douchey. His name is Heath Wright. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Just disclaimer, hey. we're not defamation. Hey, you know what? He's a prick. No, Fuck yeah. I'm sitting he's here smash-talking the man over one bad night that I know that he had. Hey, man, this is our town. You don't piss on and people's And I know hands. that I'm a guy that's had several bad nights, probably. But this guy's had a lot of bad nights. Yeah. <laughs> we've read we've read all of the stories about Ricochet's lead singer, Heath Wright. And then we've got to be a part of it, and it was, it was even better than... Let's say this post got 40 likes on the official Ricochet band Instagram <laughs> We can get more than that. <laughs> I know. And it said... Still reliving these moments from a couple weeks ago at the Grand Ole Opry. And it's just his fucking fat, stupid mug right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's him. If he had a, if him. He had a sound, for, he kind of looks like a young Rodney Carrington. His head and his face kind of... Kind of looks like a helmetless Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's kind of got the Buzz Lightyear yeah. thing. Uh... I don't know who the guy in the do-rag is behind him. Probably the drummer, but he needs to fuck off. Well, this other guy over here looks like he's played in every bar between Memphis and Florida. Well, he might, he might be good. He might be badass. There and was this some guy of right that here band. looks like he is a fucking prick that would piss on somebody's van in hey, downtown. You know, Paraguay. I guarantee you that band has some guys like us in it who is probably like, all right, man, I'll go play with this fucking dude for, you know, we'll play three shows. Well, He'll I don't know. I think the band three grand. He has a different band every night. He has higher guns. Yeah, I think there might have been some. I think there might have been some knuckleheads in the band too, because I remember. I think it was um, 
the lady that ran all the downtown shit at the time. Uh, yeah. That said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so, because we played at something to do with that, too. It was the Get Downtown Festival. Yeah, it was yeah, the Get, was Get Downtown, downtown Festival. Festival. Well, they had some little shop downtown, and they had like a, it was quote, green room. Yeah, it was yes. the Collins. And they had like all sorts of food and all sorts of everything set up to where anybody that was playing that day or whatever could come over here and eat stuff. Which we were invited to. We didn't. But well, yeah, we were invited to, but we were kind of like, ah, well, we've got to worry about setting shit up and all that. Yeah. It would be cool if we would have been closer to that. But apparently these guys from Ricochet, they went in there with boxes and took every bit of that shit yeah. and took it all back to their tour bus. And then all Which, these people that were also playing music out there just random little solo acts here and there. I wish. And street performers, they were like, what the fuck? I, I want a turkey sandwich. Yeah. Hey, I <laughs> like, wish. I, no, get this. I wish I would have been a fly on the wall in that tour bus. And I'm doing the quotes on my fingers here. Because it, it was, was more a nice, like a tour van. It was a tour van. It was one of those uh, like Ford Transit vans. But you can tell it was kind of decked out to be like a a small, small tour van. So... They they all went in there to their van with this box of food. Oh no, they had like a big tour bus type thing. They they had a big tour bus. I don't remember seeing a bus. No, they had like they their had a van. van. Yeah, it was a with van a trailer behind and it, it pulled an enclosed trailer. Yep. Now the Dylan guy, the guy that they he pissed had a on, van. He, he had, had a van Dodge with a Caravan. No, no, I think me and Matt are on the right no, track here. I don't Dylan, remember a tour bus. Yeah, because Dylan was right beside us when Dylan's van was right beside our rogue when he got done playing. He got done and he went right over to Dylan Cates. Van and, and we saw that's right. You were there, yeah. Right? I was, yeah. There. I, we, I'd already left, yeah. I, I was home in bed and I had watched. I watched this Heath Wright guy, official ricochet. He just pissed all over. And Stacy goes, Is he pissing on his door handle? Because I mean, he was actually in front of us, he was like in front to the left. It's and the most like, piss I've ever seen. And then How he, walked, he? he walked around to the back, and I was like, He can't be holding his dick while he's walking. And he starts like pissing all over the Turns handles. Out. <laughs> and see, I never saw his dick, or I didn't see any piss like dribbling down or nothing. I couldn't see it; it was a little far. And then Dylan walks up from the other side, and Heath just turns around and walks off. So Dylan's walking up, Heath's walking back to the stage. It was like on his break or something. And Heath walks back up to the stage, and Dylan's packing his shit up to leave. And grabs his door handle and then pulls his door up like that. And then he's like, he holds his hand up like that. And then I see him smell it. And he's like, ah, you see his head go back. And then he just instantly puts his hand in his cooler. And uh, smart move. And he was like, man, I've been, because uh, I instantly hit him up on Messenger. I didn't even get out or nothing. I didn't want to be any part of that. So I hit him up on Messenger. Isn't Instant. that funny how we just all have inside of us immediately in a moment's notice what piss smells like? Oh, dude. He, and, <laughs> and it was so funny to oh, see it from piss. afar. Like, to see it from afar, a man just, like, get that, that pure 
pure yeah. piss smell. Now, am I not mistaken, or was there more liquids involved than piss? Didn't he pour yes. gasoline? Well, that was later. That I was later. I heard something about that was gas. Later. So this night, this happened. How long were you sitting there watching this movie? Oh, it was during the Ricochet show. Apparently, oh, okay. him and Dylan Kate had had some words before the show. He knew what Dylan was driving. I'm sorry, for. Dylan's one of the nicest guys in the world. Yeah, if he's you have a very nice with guy. him, then you got you're the fucking problem. Exactly. I wanted him to get way more fired up about that exactly. than what he did. But anyways, he went over and pissed on his van. Dylan finds it, and then he's like, "Man, what the fuck?" He said, "I saw Heath walking back, so I knew he had done something." And then when I touched it, I instantly knew what he had done. And uh, so, did all of this happen? Back before we ever started the podcast, I guess it did because yeah. this was like pre-pandemic, yeah. pre-everything. Yeah, did, have this we was ever like told 18, this on the podcast? I think so. we have. I think. Okay, I didn't know. I, I think. think we've talked about this, but I really think it was like. It's what deep. episode are we on? Seventy something. It was probably 71. back in the thirties yeah. or something. So oh, it's, it's been a hot minute. There. Yeah, yeah. So then you know he. Goes back to playing music. Dylan's pissed off, and he goes to that guy's manager. And then after they get done, you know, I'm 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 leaving at this point. And his Dylan's manager chick, she was messaging me. She's like, "All right, we'll be in touch and all this." Oh, I remember her. And because... then yeah, because she was nice to us. Yeah. She was excellent to us. I can't remember that girl's name, but uh, uh, I was friends with her on Facebook. For a little while after yeah. that, because I thought, hell, man, she might hook us into playing, you know, yeah. some stuff somewhere or whatever. But I cannot remember her name. I can't either. But yeah, that was definitely what four years ago. Three yeah, I years? think so. Yeah, and then apparently they, had, after he was done with his show, Dylan went up to him. They did have some words, and then you know, Dylan was just like, dude, whatever, man. He said. You're washed up and old. I'm not even. He said, dude, just whatever. And, he, and apparently he left and then, or he walked off from the situation. And that's where old Heath Wright went to his. You remember that big ass generator that was sitting out there? It was kind of like behind his van, that big black van. There was a big yellow diesel generator huh. running everything. He went back there and grabbed the five-gallon jug of diesel and just fucking threw it all over his van. like, And then started and then got his van and got trash out of it and was just throwing trash all over his van and shit. And then apparently they jumped in their van and just shagged ass. I got my daddy's money, bitch. My mom's good luck. Didn't they show their ass to Skinny J's, too? Because I think they had supper there before the show. Oh, that's right. They all went there. Um, And we had heard. And now this is just because we're buried within the ribs of downtown Paraguay. Oh, yeah. We know all these folks. Yeah. We all were born and raised here. We've met these folks. And we hear about it. They hire us, and we pay them through tips. So from the management through skinny jays we ended i don't know why i'm sitting here y'all can't see it that you listen but i'm just sitting here with my hand raised up in the air like like the management of the ladder folks i gotta i don't know what to do with my hands um (laughs) but no some people at skinny jays told us so like also that night they had come in there and 
they had all ordered like big fucking steaks and all this and that and blah 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 blah. Didn't they order like shots and shit? Oh, oh they yeah. ordered all yeah. kinds of shit. Got all Beers kinds of shit. And shots and then food steaks. The, at Skinny J's, they like brought them their tab and stuff, and they were like, "Oh, blah, blah, blah. what? What? Wait." Well, you're bringing this to us for it. Like, is this not paid for or whatever? <laughs> and the manager at Skinny J's was like, uh, no. No. <laughs> no <laughs> like, one gives a fuck that you no. used to have one song in the top five. And the people that hired you to play music down here, like, they're not just giving you, like, free access to the fucking town. Like, we're a restaurant here. And yeah. We're just we have nothing affiliated with what you're but doing. But it was just crazy how they... Acted during the whole. So there thing. was the Collins debacle, followed by Skinny the Jays. Skinny Jays debacle, followed by the pissing on Dylan Kate shit debacle. Well, no, I see a pattern. Was, this was supposed to be a sound check, and it's hang turned on. into a fuck ricochet. I segment. see a pattern. Yep. Yeah. Well, hang on. In between there, while they were playing, he was he was. You could tell he was drunk, and he was going off stage to take shots. Well, we could see him shooting, taking shots like backstage. Well, then he got up there, and I, I remember several people mad about this. He was like, I want everybody on their feet. And then so, you know, everybody was like, yeah. And people were like, no. Yeah. No, everybody did, except for one up front. And she couldn't get out of her seat because her seat was a wheelchair. <laughs> well, this, this motherfucker here proceeds to tell her, I Come on, girl! You told us about that. Come on, girl! You too! You get up too! And she's like, "I can't." Yes, <laughs> and it was like it was like everybody no, got come on, really get up. silent. This is daddy's money, <laughs> yes, bitch! It was silent, and all I hear is, "I got she can't, I can't." <laughs> <laughs> like like they were happy that he singled her out to to. Tell her to get Meanwhile, the fuck out of her wheelchair. I'm sure this is a part of the song. Meanwhile, during that like kind of just rhythmic part, the bass player and the drummer is still doing the and they're just looking at each other like, God damn, I don't know what's going on. She can't. And, well, then and then he like, goes, oh. one, two, three. And then he in the song. <laughs> Are we podcasting yet? Because we've yes. been sound We've checked. been podcasting for quite some time. Yeah, 13 well, minutes. Well, we started and... off sound. We never sound checked. Well, I well, know. Well, it, it, it looked started... okay. We adjusted on the fly. All yeah. right. So can we, uh, <laughs> do, do we have to leave the part in where I called Dylan Kate a pussy? No, because <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. No. We can leave it in, but as long as they also hear this part that I'm we saying. We said now, many, is... many wonderful things about Mr. Kate, and I hope well, he, 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 is. he is a fantastic guy. <laughs> uh, very he talented. Is very cat. good singer. Have very you ever good... seen him do his gospel music on yes. his? Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he loves he the Lord, go... and he won't, he won't even hurt a fly or And cuss you know or... what? He does Garth, too. Yeah. He's good at the Garth. I'm sorry, Garth, Dylan. Man. I'm sorry that I said you was being a pussy. <laughs> I Thank guess you, I just—if it was me—I wish I would have handled the Heath Wright situation differently. You'd have been torn, dude. I don't know if you would or not. You was—you was twelve beers deep too. I don't know what would you have done to him. He is six foot four and weighs two seventy. Well, I'm in do? the middle of telling you right now. Is I'm saying I probably <laughs> would have handled that differently, and then the consequences wouldn't have been quite what I thought they was going to exactly. be. Exactly. I see Andrew. No, you'd have been like Jason and Matt. I need you to come with me. You can never ask me about this, 
but we got something we need to take care of. I would have wanted to fucking throw hands. Dude, I'd have been because, right you behind you. I didn't care. You I wouldn't can get care. in a damn fight in the forts. I haven't been in a fight in years, and I don't want to get in a fight. I, <laughs> I am out of shape to fight. But you can get in a fight in a damn Walmart parking lot or 412 or whatever, and yeah, that shit happens. Hell, you could end up getting killed or something. Yeah. But just that thing, if you're going to get in a fight, get in a fight with the fucking guy that did the <laughs> yes. Daddy's Money song yes. in downtown Paragould. Yes. And whether you got your ass whooped or not, people would remember you for years. Dude, I would have, I would have, the first thing I would have done, he he would have been taller. He's taller than me, bigger than me. He's he's like six six two, six three. He's yeah, but big he dude. Was, but he's also shit hammered drunk. Dude. Yeah. I would have I would have went straight for the nose. I'd have just walked right up to him and before See, he even neat. says anything, just clock him right in the nose and that like makes his eyes water and he'll just be kind of flailing. I'm around, not even hopefully. gonna tell you what I'd do because somebody listening to this, they might decide to get squirrely with me one of these days. He's gotta save them super secret gander moves. <laughs> I've, I've got to, I've gotta save them, man. He's he's got the the Gandalf gander. Fucking so my aunt died guillotine. today. Oh man! Oh man! My aunt died today. You all right? Yeah. Um, my uncle died. I'm last not getting week. all somber on us here, but is there I'm, a punchline here? Or is, are you being serious? <laughs> no, my, I'm being serious. My aunt died today. Oh, my, man. my mom's older sister. Well, my, yeah. My, my mom has an older sister and a young. Well, had an older sister and a younger brother. Uh, her her sister, my aunt, died today. But it got me to thinking, and I'm not tore up about it. But you know, I'm trying. I was trying on my drive home today. I was trying to think about. The last time I saw her, because you know I'm sure it was at a Thanksgiving or a Christmas, because they lived in Jeff City, Missouri, which is five hours away. So we didn't see them a lot. But I was thinking, and I'm going to get deep here for just a minute. You know, one of these days you're going to see everybody you know for the last time. Yeah, that's going. And you do, you probably won't know it's the last time. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, one of these days you're going to see everybody that you know for the last time. That and is. you're not probably going to know that it's the last time. It's weird to just kind of single it out like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, if you If you think about it, I mean, yeah, that, that does happen. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's all Because that I'm sure the last time I saw her a few Thanksgivings ago, I was like, ah, I'll see her next Thanksgiving. Well, see ya. Yeah. you know, we've been thinking about that too. My Uncle Mike, which is my, my dad's sister, my aunt, gotcha. her husband, he died... Um, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, he died this week, and and it's kind. Of, it does get you to thinking, man. You know, you you just think about that 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 at the end of the road. But hey, man, if I can make it to sixty, any anything past that, I'm grateful for, and I will take with with all the years that the good Lord wants to give me. Just let me get past seeing my kids grow up, and then anything after that, I'm fine with. See, I got a birthday next week. I'll be 49 years old. That's awesome, man. Yep. 49 on yep. November the 26th. That is right. Very famous birthday. Lots of famous musicians born on November 26th. You got to be sure and PayPal Jason Lynham on his birthday. And uh, I need 2,000 yeah. of you to PayPal me a dollar. That's yeah, what I need. dude. That's hey, not too gotta, much to ask. You got to think. There's probably uh, 40 people that listen to this show. If they give us all... On a big week. On a big, yeah, on, on a, a big, big week. That's, and we appreciate every damn one of them. That's pushing it. 
We you appreciate know, you putting up with us. Yeah. But appreciate anyway, I didn't mean to get dark and somber, but I had a deep moment of reflection today. I had some introspection. Hey, man, on my drive home. I'm all about that. I was driving that. through Delaplane, watching the geese fly over and looking at the fields. Trying to keep the car on the road. Going down, watching, watching for deers, you know, and I got to thinking, man, yeah, life is fragile. Dude, it really is, man. It's gone in an instant. When you don't, I mean, hell, it's... This y'all always saying, I just want to make it to 60 bullshit. No, I want to go past that. But I'm not... I I do. I I mean, I live like a sailor on shore leave, so... I do, but I just... I I, I like to meet goals. Like, so I like to set goals for myself. And if I can can make it till 60, man, that's... A lot of people going these days before 60. When I wake up every morning, I only have one goal. And that's to be a better person than I was the day before. Fuck you. Oh, Jason. (laughs) No, it ain't. Get the fuck out of here. I want to be actually, I want people to realize who I am and how I am so that I can just be that person for the rest of my life and don't give a fuck. Man, I know, to, I know who uh, you are and how you are. Well, I know it well by now. Yeah, I know. That's and if I can, just I feel keep like that we all three know close. each other well enough that we know what each other does. You ever exactly. seen that Joey Diaz thing? I don't need ten thousand motherfuckers. I need three motherfuckers, and I can take over the world. <laughs> yeah, hey, y'all are that, my motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, y'all are my motherfuckers. Well, that yeah, just man. brought chills to my tits, Ooh. man. <laughs> chills like to his tits. Go, let's go rob somebody. Yeah. I think that's because it's Shit. 20 to fucking degrees outside. Dude, it really is. It feels great. I love it. Oh, I've been. Dude, I don't. I want to ask you, Andrew. You want to go, like, find a hit? No, right? while we're getting somber oh. and dark, I, I, I just, and I think Matt's probably noticed it too, although we haven't talked about it. You've been doing all right, man. Have I been doing all right? I haven't heard from you lately, man. You used to blow up the group text daily, and you just kind of dropped off the face uh... of the earth. I don't know. I mean, I I guess I've been fine. I mean, I'm I'm all Am right. I wrong, Matt. Uh, no, but I, I do that too sometimes. I, man, I'll go on hiatus where it's just me and Stacy, and that's about it. I just that's all a man needs. I'm a good right. woman. I just put man. my head down I've, and uh, and built me I, a far. I haven't uh, oh. I haven't noticed myself really being paused from anything, but I guess I have been. But at the same time, I don't know. But also, and I know that everybody always talks, I've got my fucking hand in the air again. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm sitting here you know, my fucking hand in there. The time, the time change. Has got me put my hand in that, there. I know. Yeah. That, it, that screws with me. Now, I know everybody says, oh, everybody blames everything on the time change or whatever. But. It has been like well, and also it's been cold as shit and dreary and all that. That's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna point this out. It's not just the time change. That in and of itself, it being dark when you get home from work, right? It, yeah. In and of itself is bad, but it happens at the exact same time that it gets brutally cold. Yeah. Well, you I know am, what I'm saying. Like it's two bad things happen at once. It's it, a confluence of events. It'll probably heat up a little bit. My guess is, give it a week or so, and we'll we'll see. Yeah, I know. Again. Like, but like right now, it still it still feels like a lot later than it does and stuff. And I just haven't really, I haven't really been doing much, man, over the last couple of weeks. I the last time I seen Jason, he came over here, well, not this past weekend, but the last weekend. 
You need to tell them about this, and we're going to take a break because this is this is good. I'm, I'm excited about Oh, yeah, about J- this. Jason came over here last weekend. But why did I come over? What Hell were you trying to do? <laughs> Andrew was on a mission. You know, Andrew loves to cook, and Andrew's Love. a pretty fucking good cook. Yes. Especially on Sundays. Best he was, ribs. He was trying to perfect the homemade chicken wing. Ooh. I was trying to make some chicken wings. Yep. But at the same time, chicken wings are expensive as shit to buy yep. places. But... Even like when you buy them at the store, like the frozen ones, like the Are little drummies. The drummies. Yep, the little drummies yeah. and the little flats and all yeah. that frozen in a bag. Yeah. Those are expensive as shit. Well, I know, you know, you can buy like the whole flapper damn wings and you can cut those yeah. like in between the joints and yeah. make the little flappers and the drummies and all that. I bought two packages of those. Now, in the packs, there's only like five in a package, but that was still like, 18 bucks to get two packages of those. I cut them all up, did all that stuff in between the joint, like cut out all the individual little wings. This was an all-day ordeal. So, yeah. 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 Well, the thing, I I cut those up, but still, those two packs just makes a total of 20 wings. Mm -hmm. You got 10 of the little drums and 10 of the little flat things. I went out and I fired up that... uh, that Weber charcoal grill out there. Yeah. Put a little bit in there. Got it to about 350 degrees. I put them bastards in there for like, I don't know, say an hour or whatever, like until they were done. Yeah. Like they had just got done, like 165, 170 degrees. And then I took them off and I brought them in here and I had oil heated up. And then I fried them for like two minutes. Slash fried them. To make them crisp. And I'd already had some like buffalo yes. sauce and some butter. Now oh. he made he didn't buy the stock buffalo sauce. He made his own, or at least added to it. Well, nice. I did just, you get Frank's? Uh, What'd you use as a base? Time, actually, yes, it was. It was Frank's oh. red hot yes. buffalo oh. chicken sauce. Oh, I bet those are so good. But I just put that in a little pan oh. and then added butter. butter. And a little bit of cornstarch because Ooh. that makes it thicker. Ooh, I didn't and think about that. And then a little bit of Worcestershire sauce. Ooh. And you just let that kind of simmer and it gets real thick. And then you put that on those Man. and put them in a Tupperware bowl and just, just shake the give shit them a out shake. of them. Yeah. And then they're perfect. Uh. And they were fantastic wings. And Jason got over here right about the time they was done. Yeah. He tried them out. They were very good. Can I give my review? Hold on. They were still, though, like... Now, the experience was fun because I love just sitting here, yeah. you know, hanging out, drinking some beers and, you know. Cooking something cool. Smoking some sticks. And yeah. Just yeah. cooking something and just listening to the damn radio and having the music on in the house. And yeah. Andrew, what Andrew calls a Sunday. Man, yeah. that, I love it. I get up in the morning, I listen to some bluegrass gospel tunes. Yep. I've got my hand in the air again. Love it. And <laughs> But anyways... No, but it's still you're still figuring twenty bucks to make twenty wings. Yeah, and that's dude. you cutting them all up yourself, yep. doing everything. Not to mention a little bit of charcoal, uh, thyme. Hey, a little I'm, bit of oil I'm thinking about in. starting to grow my own chickens, man. My cousin's been doing. That. I know Ben's been doing it, and dude, let me tell you, he's been selling them. I know. 
And people are like, oh, that's dumb. You can't make no bullshit. If you went to fucking Walmart and tried to buy chicken these days, I'd much rather go to Ben and, and buy something that's a good product. I, I would, know. too. And actually, I saw him post the other day. He posted, uh, like, what all they had, and I saw that chicken wings, he is all out of that. They had, like, a few of the whole, like, broiler chickens or whatever. Yeah. But, Jason, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I want your review on those chicken wings. Okay, so I come over. The chicken wings were done. Yep. I was like, I got to get in on this because a good chicken wing is one of my favorite things to eat. Yes. So I come in. He's got them in an aluminum pan, you know, and they look perfect. Yeah. Like they have just a little of that charcoal burn-in look to them, mm-hmm. but you can tell they're crispy. Sprinkle they're nice a little and parsley orange. on top of Yeah, it, like- it was a presentation. Nice. So I, I ate one. I don't remember if I got a drummy or a flat first. I want to say I got a drummy first. And I immediately thought the consistency is perfect. Yeah. Whatever he did, he did it right. Yeah. But, and they were, I still want to give him a, an 8 out of 10. Yeah. They were a little bit peppery. He went a little hard on the salt and pepper in the preparation. More phase. salty than peppery for sure. Because I now that you said that, I remember us talking about that. Yeah. Now I know what happened. Is that dude, that's the fun thing about cooking shit. Is like <laughs> when it turns out like that, usually immediately you know, like, oh, I know yeah, what that like, was. Fuck. I should have did that. Yeah. What I did is when all those wings got done, I made up a little like a ratio of some salt and pepper and garlic powder. Yeah. Mix that all up. And I was going to season the Holy Trinity and put them on the grill. I think that's paprika and garlic. The Holy Trinity. That is a, a celery, uh, white chopped up onions and then bell peppers or so, that's some kind of Cajun. Yeah, I can't remember. Something. Anyhow. Anyway. But no, I put, I put that seasoning on there, but usually if you cook chicken, you want to season it some because chicken kind of turns out oh, yeah. bland or whatever. Yeah. But I think I put too much on there. So then that turned in, even after you fried them, it was just too, like, kind of salty. Yeah. You but, can, I, can I tell you how I make mine? Because yours that. is, mine is really close to yours, but I don't ever hit them with the grill. I just go straight to the deep. I get them to room temp first. Then straight to the deep fryer. Don't don't season them. Don't do anything. Just pat them dry. You got to get them dry first so they get crispy. But you pat them dry, stick them in the deep fryer, and let them just roll until you get them as where you want them. And then that's where Frank's Red Hot, butter. I didn't think about doing the, the starch stuff. That's a good idea. I might try that next time. Dude, just put that in the damn... Salt, like you even go buy at Walmart. I love the the Buffalo Wild Wings, Buffalo sauce yeah, or yeah. even the whatever sauce. Yeah, but get that sauce, put it in a pan, put some butter and then some cornstarch in it, and it makes it thick. Yeah, like it is when you go to the restaurant. It's yeah. like a thick. Yep. Sauce that's on them. Yeah. See, man. that's what, and I and I'll just take that bowl right off of the oven. When it's still steaming, dump it in my Tupperware, then dump my wings from the hot grease, get them shook off a little bit, dump them in that, give them a good shake, and then open that thing up, and it's like fucking burning hot, and those those bitches are ready to eat. Yeah. I guess I wasn't thinking, since I was already going to be putting them in the sauce, like, 
You wasn't thinking because she's drinking. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean. And sometimes you want, and that's a lot of the time I oversalt things because I'll put something, like I'll put strawberries on something and forget. And then I'm like, oh, this needs salt and pepper. So I had salt and pepper. Well, strawberries has a lot of salt in it. So I just oversalted the shit out of whatever I did. Dude, I do that five out of ten times. I, I will know. say I something too. before we take a break, because we was talking about doing that earlier, and we're going to. But I, in closing, I will say something about strawberries seasoning is I love it. I've always liked to use it making ribs and stuff like that. It's a household name everywhere, strawberry seasoning. But the thing is about it, in my experiences, it's always pretty good, but it's kind of inconsistent because yeah. sometimes strawberries is super salty. Yeah. And then sometimes it might be a little bit spicy. Now, for me, not so much, but you can put shit in like on ribs or whatever, and other people eat them and be like, gosh, damn, man, that's spicy. Yeah. And be like, what's on there? Like, Strawberry seasoning, uh, yes. They've had some hot batches, yes. Or, I like run it's into either that salty too. or hot or something like. Well, and you I can't think, go too crazy with it. I think a lot of that is just how they do it, and a lot of that stuff is different sizes, like the the powder is, so it settles different. Like I think See, a lot I'm of very people selective. Don't, don't I know a lot of people that will use strawberries on everything. I, I, I use it on a lot. I use, I it, use it on pork, definitely pork. If I'm going to do pork chops, it's going to get – I use it on my fried potatoes. Fried potatoes, get some strawberry seasoning. I made chicken but with like, it last night. I, you can do chicken with it, but I've got other things I'd like to do right. chicken with. Yeah, I don't, I don't put it on steaks. That's steak. just a base. You know, that's a salt and pepper to me. I use strawberries yeah. like a salt and pepper. No, it's, it's like a good base. Yeah, yeah, it's a good base, and then you put a sauce on top of that. And that's why it's so popular is because it is a good base. Yeah, It's man. a good, solid, kind of barbecue-y, salt yeah. and pepper, a little bit of garlic. A little you bit know, of chili powder. A like chili a cheeseburger. Powder. Hell, some people put it on burgers and all that. I don't want it on a burger. If you want to put it on a burger, that's fine. Yeah, I don't I'm want not, it on a burger. No. I don't. Like maybe a little bit of salt and pepper, but I don't want much of anything on a hamburger. You know what I want to do? Have some fun. Yeah, let's take a break. That would be a great fucking little uh, well, we got to put it in clip. Unpopular opinion. I'm just gonna say it, and I'm I'm in I'm in the presence of two disciples here, so I'm kind of ashamed to say it, but yeah. Not a big fan of Tyler Childers' new album. Really? Really. Yep. Well, I mean, that's fine. There's a couple of songs it. I like. Take My Hounds to Heaven. Uh, there's a couple of songs that I dig, but for the most part, man, I think, I, it's not one of my faves. I think it's going to be one of those you'll warm up to a little bit later. I think it is. You'll have to give, you'll have to give the, the further down, the real deep cuts, some good listen. Because I've listened that's to the whole thing, and I respect it, and I, and I dig it okay, but, I mean, I'd give it a, on the Jason subjective scale, I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I got Are y'all going to go see him? Did you get tickets? I mean, I've got... Well, tickets. on that, I will say that for me, now, first off, I love it. I love it beginning till end. However, it shows a level, like... I follow these guys. Like, I follow everybody in the damn band, and, like... Like, you know, 
watch all the people. Like, I've become a fan of just these people, like the, the band and the group of people and all that. So I guess I'm a little biased. Like I got you. I just like, I mean, I dig it. I like it. Um, I enjoy, I think their drummer good reminds me of like a cartoon or something. Good music. Rod Elkins. Hot Dude, Rod Elkins. What, who does he remind me of? Like an actor or something, a character in some movie? Well, there was one picture they posted a long time ago and he had his fucking sideburns grew out and he looked identical to Roy Clark. Like from like Roy Clark, 1970s. Yeah, it's I almost mean, like a concept album to me. Well, it's well not like I, a, that's absolutely what it it's is. It's a concept and album, and I, that ain't what I wanted from him right now. But whatever. Well, and, and, and that's because there's a lot of people that share that same thing. There's a lot of people when they go to the shows, you know, they're mad because they're not hearing Feathered Indians and White House Road and all that. Yeah, but they were hearing. As for myself, things. and I understand that, but as for myself, man, I'm here for it. Like all yeah. the stuff, I got my hand up in the air again. I'm gonna have to set my hand. It's down probably there. why, because you've been listening to so much of fucking Tyler Childers' gospel album. You've got your hand in the air. I'm here for it, and I the like Lord. the people. Like I feel like I'm friends with all of them, but they just they just haven't met me yet. They just don't <laughs> like, know. I, but they're I, some of my best friends, and they have no idea who I am. Yeah. That's exactly right. As weird as that sounds, yeah. like I I love that whole fucking camp. Yeah. Like. And it's a it's a big case. Well, see, I follow I follow their artist Tyler Childers' artist. Uh-huh. I follow him, then I follow Tyler Childers. And that's about as far as that goes. I need to get I need to oh, get boy, fangirled in the band. How much time Brimstone, Brimstone Baritone, he's a good follow. How much time bass player? There's all of them out there, and the food stamps, food stamps, best band in the land. Those guys are fucking tight. Yeah, and it's like good. you know. I one of the things that I love so much about the new album is just from also hearing everything else, listen to what these guys can do. Like they're not just your typical Yeah. Kind of it reminds me of the band a whole lot yeah. because like the band, it wasn't just like a front guy up there singing and playing the guitar and this guy playing crazy guitar solos. That was a band of these guys that Every one of them in the band was like a fucking player on what they played. They were an expert at their craft. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, that group of guys, they were all individually phenomenal at like their musicians they played. Same thing with the Eagles. That's, and what that's I feel how like I Eagles. look at yeah. Tyler Childers and the, and the food stamps, man. That They're all pretty damn good. So. Yeah. When you know how good they all are, and then when you listen to them all play, and you listen to all the different parts and all that, and also from the perspective of us playing music ourselves and shit, yeah, that stuff's fucking hard and it sounds good. Yeah, like that's yeah, and it's not easy, and they pull it off. Yeah. I think they are musicians, musicians, like the people that you know that know a little bit about playing music and stuff. Like, really enjoy watching people that are fucking good at it. You know. That's what I like about them. But anyways, I tried to get tickets today. They had a Sold pre-sale. Out. There's going to be a show. It's June the 9th. It's at that Hollywood Theater, Amphitheater, Casino, whatever, in St. Louis. <laughs> so here's the openers for that show. It's June the 9th. It's a Friday, 2023. Openers for that show. Marcus King, opening for Tyler Childers and them. And then I would say probably before him, Miles Miller. 
which is the drummer from Sturgill Simpson. He's a cool fucking cat, yeah. too. He's a phenomenal guitar player, damn good singer. It's good stuff. Really? But anyways, so there's a show, June the 9th. There's going to be a pre-sale for it today. It was like, oh, I don't know, a few, couple weeks ago, a week ago, when the tour was announced, I signed up for the email for the pre-sale code because today was going to be the pre-sale day. Yeah. Signed up for all that shit. Got all that stuff. This morning was the pre-sale, 9 a.m. You get the email ahead of time, and it's the code for the pre-sale, which is hounds. And then also Rodney, he was going, he was getting tickets to the same show that's going to be over in Bentonville. Same pre-sale yeah. code and mm-hmm. everything. I get on there this morning, and it's like 15 till 9, and you can already get into a uh, – a waiting room yeah. for when it does go on sale. This is all on my damn phone. Like at the doctor's office. Yes. So anyways, I get on that, and then it comes 9 o'clock, and oh. then you, uh, it's like, okay, well, now you're in a queue behind 1,900 other people, it says, and then you have to sit there and watch that. And then it like refreshes and it's like, oh, there's 1,300. Oh, there's 800. Oh, and then it goes down and it's like one person left. You're the next in line. And then it brings you to a screen. It pulls up the seating map. There's all these options. You pick one, like the first one you see that's good, that's something you want. You pick it, two tickets, select, continue. And then it shows just the little circle going around. Like the no. little the little loading screen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, man. It's just taking that much time to just seal it in a little envelope just for yep. me. Yep. No. Circle keeps going around. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So I didn't want to close that browser out. It's in my cart. It's in my cart. It was not in my cart. I hit the back button. And when it goes back, it was like, oops, another fan. And there's such Ah. fucking cunts in the way they put their texts on their website, too. Because it's like, oops, another fan got those tickets that you were wanting. (laughs) Select some different seats. So now you're chasing. And then you you select some more. And then as soon as you click it and click continue, it goes to the little thing just going around in circles. And I thought, well, maybe that's how long it's taken. At one point, I waited for like five minutes, and it kept doing it. I was like, no, I can't, because when I would back up, it would say, nope, somebody's got those tickets. It was a fucking process. Never got any. Like, it ended up just, like, saying, oh, there's nothing available, which I know better than that. There's shit available, because it would keep changing. But anytime you'd try to select something, it wouldn't do it. So I I just quit. Hmm. The actual public pre-sale is Friday, but I'm gonna even, I'm even gonna wait until after then. Thing is, I wonder if you like do it on your. Ticketmaster went in there and bought all those. That's what I wonder happened. Wonder if you do it. Ticketmaster's yeah. bots went in there and bought like hundred blocks. Well, of seats and the time. sad thing yep. is, it's Ticketmaster, which is the site that I was getting these off of. Like, you go to Tyler Childers' website, and the link there would take you directly to Ticketmaster. But yes. Ticketmaster has all sorts of bots through them that will buy shit, and then they Turn around will and sell, sell themselves these tickets, and then 
sell them to other people like StubHub or yes. whatever, and they sell them for crazy amounts of money. And it's Ticketmaster itself is doing it. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. When you buy anything on Ticketmaster, say, oh, this is a $59 ticket. It's going to charge you a $2 internet fee. It's going to charge you a $9 ticket fee. It's going to charge you a $7 tax fee. It's going to charge you this. Mm-hmm. A $49 ticket will turn into a $72 ticket in a hurry. And then when you're buying two or four of those, yep. it is a crazy amount of money. Yep. But even when you are prepared to do all of that shit, it is so frustrating when you do the stuff that you're supposed to do. You get on the artist website. You sign up for their email. You get the email of the code. So was anybody else griping about it? Oh, yes. It's all over red. People were having a hell of a time. It's fucking crazy because all this shit takes it over. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's discouraging as hell to try to get like good concert tickets without paying sh- out the ass. Because I mean, you can well, go on Ticketmaster right now and oh, pay no. that front row price for no, not know. on Ticketmaster. You can't because they've already sold it to people like StubHub. You can go on StubHub right now and you can find all kinds of shit for three hundred dollars a exactly. ticket, seven hundred dollars. They a want ticket. you to That's pay. Stupid. But these that I were trying to select today, it was stuff like. $80 a ticket, $100 a ticket, and it was pretty close. Like, that was the stuff I was trying to get, but it just kept getting... And that's their business model. They buy these tickets yeah. for $80 a piece, sell them to somebody for $100 a piece, and they made $20 per ticket right there. And then that third party, which is actually a fourth party by this time, charges you... $180 for an $80 seat that they paid $100 for. Well, and the thing is... This isn't, in most cases, definitely I would, in this case, this isn't the artist. Like the artist, they have their price that they charge, but it's these, the venues and Ticketmaster that put all this other shit on it. Because the venues don't care how they get their money. No. They have so many seats to sell. Yep. They have, let's just say it's a, a 15,000 seat arena. They don't care who the hell they sell those 15,000 tickets to as long as they sell them. Yes. Now, the artist, they'll get pissed about it because they'll sit there and tell people, like, hey, this is bullshit, that this is happening, and blah, 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 you know. We're just trying to sell tickets to the thing, and it's all these other people. It's the people selling the tickets that are getting all this shit cross-wired. Yep. But, you know, like Nine Inch Nails, they went on a tour back, like, I don't know, it was probably five years ago or so, and what they did is that all these places that were on their tour at that venue, like they were going to be at a FedEx Forum in Memphis, at that venue when they had their on-sale ticket days, it was not online. You had to go up to the the damn venue. To the window? To the box office window. And when it was that time that they went on sale, you had to be there. And if you were first in line, you got you know, pick to whatever you wanted to. And they had a whole bunch of people to do that. And I think at a lot of these shows, if they would do that for the first week of ticket sales at places, and then after that, throw everything online, do whatever. But in the first week, I think you would have, like, people buying, I I don't know. 
the internet's a crazy thing, and it's you know well, the internet's cool for a lot of stuff, but it's also fucked a lot of stuff up too. Yeah, and I think scalpers have come up to the idea of we're not even scalpers anymore. We're just hackers, and we'll we'll it's hackers that have turned into scalpers. So they'll come in and wipe out all these tickets, and then turn around and sell them. Wow. Well, and even with the walk-up thing, you'd have to have a limit on the number of tickets someone. Sure, buy. that's fine. Because somebody fine. can walk up and say, "I have a hundred thousand dollars. I want all the tickets I can buy for that." Yeah, and then they go sell those on the internet. Right? Well, that's what they're so doing. So you'd have to have a limit to what they could buy. That's like what they're doing. Max sure. of eight tickets a person. Because people like people like StubHub used to be. I don't know if they are now, but you you have a seller, and that seller sells those tickets, kind of like eBay. And StubHub is just getting a percentage off the off They're the, the middleman. Yeah. yeah. And so the guy, the, the hacker's going in wiping all this shit out, taking all the tickets and then putting them on shit like StubHub for stupid amount of prices. And But they're... But I'll tell you another thing that I hate is, you know, is just for the simple fact that they have these artist pre-sales... And then two days later, then they say, oh, this is when we open it up to the public. Okay. Well, I went and signed up a long time ago for the emails on the pre-sales and the code and all that. And you get it, and it's hounds. Now, I know that's just their thing, but I wish every single person got a different damn code. And, like, that code is what works with your email, and that's it. Like, because... Every once in a while for concerts, I've seen people post on Facebook, hey, does anybody have the pre-sale code for whatever? And I'm like, no, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't, don't do that. Yo, if you're a fan of whatever, sign up for the fucking email. If you're from, a fan, be a fan. No yeah. shit. Sign up for the email on the artist's website or whatever, yeah. and don't be just somebody like, Hey, do you have a code? Because guess what? If you do get that code, you're going to get that code from somebody who did what? Guess what? Got on the fucking email thing, got the deal, and it's like, I don't know, people are wild. Well, if they're stupid enough to give them to it. But that's another thing. That's why I want it to just be like, if they give you a pre-sale code, give individual pre-sale codes of like, hey, we're actually in on, I don't know. See, and that's what makes you think is is Ticketmaster in on this deal, or are they getting hacked? Of course they hacked? are. No, 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 no. Ticketmaster is absolutely in on it. Ticketmaster has people inside of there that buy shit blocks of tickets that then then they sell. Well, see, to see, I I can't places. see that happening without there being some sort of lawsuit or something. Like there, right now, laws, you could file a lawsuit. There's laws that. to protect them though. You know, because oh, it's a whole thing. Like, there's a yeah. whole thing on Ticketmaster yeah. out there. I'm, I'm, it's watch, a big, I'm looking it's a through big the Reddit. Uh, you know, Ticketmaster Monopoly is BS. That presale was brutal. You know, I had fiber optic internet logged in ahead of time, and you couldn't get two tickets through the entire process. Well, there's the same things going on currently, like with Taylor Swift. Yeah, she, she's a, she's thing. done tour dates. It's the same type of shit. Uh, Lizzo, she's on tour, like selling tickets is the same. It's the same deal. Shit's crazy. Here's like, the thing, and, and this the is, artists like, need to get control of it because by it, it comes down to them. They are yeah, the you're right. reason. They're the product. Yes, exactly. They're the product. So it comes now, down music, to the artists. Streaming saying, has messed up a lot of that. I know because they need to get their money, but 
I mean, they just need to figure out how to do it on their own website. Cut out these fucking big ticket okay, holders. Let, let me argue. Like, I, I like to. I'm going to have this debate because I don't. I have a position, but I'm going to play the opposite position. Yeah. Let's just say that I tear down an old barn, and I say, "Hey, I've got ten thousand planks of good lumber out here. Whoever comes and wants it, you can have it. Just contact me." What if Matt shows up that afternoon and said, "I want to buy every single flat of lumber you got." Would I not be stupid to sell it to him if he had the money? That's true. And then you go and sell it to other people. Well, that's why these artists have to do it on their website and have to put limits on it. Like, yeah. But at the same time, they're out there to make some money, too. So they're kind of, at the same time, digging, which I can't blame them for having. This is a great problem for them to have. Exactly. But they can sell it at, you know, a higher price. They can, like, because people are buying these $350 tickets off StubHub. Mm-hmm. All Listen, they got to do what, is here's say. Here's what happens. Here's, here, let's talk brass tacks. Let's just say we want to, hypothetically, we want to put on a concert at, or, or just whatever, Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence wants to put on a concert at First National Bank Arena in Jonesboro. Yep. Okay. His people contact him and say, hey, how much do you charge to rent out this place on a Thursday night? They're going to look and say, uh, to rent out, do you need security? Do you need lights? Do you need sound? You know, all this. Okay, it's $30,000 to rent this for a Thursday night. They say, okay, $30,000. How much do we need to charge per ticket to cover Cover that that. and pay our band to make a little bit of money, right? So these tickets are this much. These tickets are this much. They rent out the place, right? Yeah. And then the, the... the facility, in this case, First National Bank Arena, they've already got their money. Yeah. The artist has paid them that $30,000 up front. Yeah. Now the artist is hoping to make that back plus enough to cover their expenses and make a little money. Yeah. Right? So on their side, they don't really care who buys the tickets. Uh-huh. If every ticket sold, I'll make $100,000 and I've paid thirty for the venue. So now I have seventy. I pay the band twenty. Now I got fifty. You know, but we're not talking here. about paying First National Bank Arena. We're talking about paying Ticketmaster, the middle guy. In but that's what I'm that. saying. The the artist, once they rent the venue out, doesn't care who buys some of them. Don't care who buys the tickets. They want to sell the place out. If somebody's going to like, like Ticketmaster is going to come in and buy all fifteen thousand seats yeah. at once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that because we've automatically made we got money in the bank now. Yeah. Or would you rather just let people trickle in? I want these seats. I want these. So I'm just taking the argumentative position that. Oh yeah. That's I true. mean, there's a there's definitely a reason why that's the way that it carries on and all that. But there's a yeah. lot of them that get pretty fucking aggravated about it. But that goes back to the thing of like, hey, maybe the first week should be something sold from their website. Yeah. Like a straight from the website with an individual code or whatever. But, I mean, that might not be the best financial decision for them. And they might be like, fuck it. It's better for us to do it this way. And if it is, I'm down with that. Let's bring this home. But it sucks for me. I'm just trying to get fucking tickets. And just two of them. Not 10,000 tickets. I just want two. Let's let's scale this down to something we can all understand. Mm -hmm. Let's say we decide we're going to rent the Collins on some Friday night and have a show and advertise it and play music, okay? We contact the Collins. Hey, how much to rent and have a sound guy 
on a Friday night. They say, that's $600, okay? So we say, okay, we're going to pay this $600. Now we got to make that back in ticket sales and, you know, hopefully have a little bit of money to stick in our pocket. What if a guy walked in that afternoon when we just paid that $600 and said, I'll buy every single seat in here off of you for $10,000. What would you do? Who's going to be in those seats? I don't know. It's a Ticketmaster guy. A lag. He said, I just want to buy all these seats for $10,000. All you've got $600 in the I don't know. Here. I just yeah. think yeah, it's, I'll take it's the same type yes. of situation, but it's also like. No, it's exactly the same situation. Well, they're, they're like, they'll, Ticketmaster's like, we will handle your ticket sales. And they're like, okay. Exactly. All this We're going to buy all these seats in the Collins and pay you ten thousand dollars. Well, and then, and then we're going to charge two hundred dollars for these, one hundred dollars for these. Yeah, I'm sure there's somebody, or maybe one of these days, there's somebody that's listening to this and that's going to listen to all this and be like, "Well, no, actually, all that? of y'all are wrong." And here's how it goes: it blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. I don't know. I don't know how don't any know. of that yeah. for sure goes, but I get it. Like I understand what's going on and what Jason's saying and all that, but. It sucks. Let's just see how much tickets. If you're going to StubHub, just to guarantee you're going to, because that's the only way you can do it. I don't want freaking lawn seats. No. You can go there and get those at the gate. Let's get. But the thing is, on StubHub, they're selling lawn seats for over $100 right now. And I guarantee you, by the time that that concert gets here, you can go and walk up to the gate with no tickets in hand and get lawn seats for $50 fucking dollars. How, How much do you think Orchestra won? Two tickets available. Right now. Oh, like I don't. Right in the center. Now, of the where front. Are, we, are we talking about? Orchestra one is the orchestra pit right up front. You are literally 25, 20, now, this 25. Is the St. Louis, the. No, this would be the Starlight Theater, Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, no, that's a whole different but, show. But, yeah. It's a good comparison. Though. Yeah. It's a but good we're comparison. just saying this is Sin the Hounds tour with Marcus King. So, yeah, I don't know because I have. So, I mean, right up front, one. how much you think? I have no idea. $760 each. Yeah, is what they're selling for. They probably paid three hundred for that ticket, if that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna say more like one eighty. Yeah. I mean, I would love to hurry up and pre-sell and get on all these things and get the tickets, then turn around and sell them. Here's the thing: there's people that actually do that. I don't want to make money off of something like those are the people that I think they get pissed at is. The people who are doing this and just making money off of it, while meanwhile there's somebody who's like really into this shit that just wants to fucking go. Well, I get that have a too. Good seat, like that's why they get pissed off. But at the same time, it all goes back to the thing. Well, they're selling out the place, and all the, the is, other ethics that go along leading up to that point. Yeah, it we sucks, got money, but make yeah. it fair. Like I get so, it. so if I wanted to get on there. And I wanted to say, well, hell, I'm going to get in the pre-sale. I'm going to get all this stuff. I'm going to do my work to try and get in there first so I can grab two tickets, turn around, throw them on StubHub for extra money. That's a that's a business idea. That's cool. I'm not going to fault the guy for doing that because they should have a limit on how many you can buy. Say, I want to yep. buy two. Yep. So I'm going about it the right way. I'm doing it the right way. But it's these. It's the way that it's flawed the, there's something going on. Like there's a there's a glitch somewhere. Somebody's getting fifty tickets instead of 
it, I don't think it's on Ticketmaster's end. Or oh, if it's it been is, they don't. Years. They're going like, to put their hands up and thing. say, it's, "We don't know what's going on." But really, they probably know what's one going on. One thing I've noticed is when you deal with stuff like that, especially when it's months out, the tickets will fluctuate in price. And the reason I know this, there was three people I wanted to see on my bucket list: Paul McCartney, Elton John, and Billy Joel. Well, Billy Joel was going to be in Memphis. So I went and looked at tickets, and the cheapest tickets I were remember like $120. Those. Okay? This was three months out. And that's out. nosebleeds. Yep, nosebleeds. This yeah. is three months out. Two months out, I checked it. They were $95. A month out, they were $75. A week before the show, they were $38. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to buy three tickets, right? Yeah. So me and Shelby and Tina went to see. But, yeah, so... What happens is when these Ticketmaster buys all these tickets and they don't sell them, they're going to go down in price because well, like, we'd rather break even than lose money. They're right? just like that scalper out front of yep, exactly. St. Louis Cardinals on a selling, larger scale, yep. selling five tickets. Or you see, go to Memphis in May and the guy's got tickets out there. You see, know, I don't deal. fault a guy for being a scalper. I just fault the system, the system. Yep. For, for allowing it, it to happen. For allowing somebody to bulk up on tickets. Like, that's bullshit. Because you got fucked out of your spot like three times, and it just reset itself. Oh, man, it was way more than Well, three. that's what I'm saying. And <laughs> all was, these other people did. And silly. that's because somebody has got in there and figured out a, a way around. I was going to say, even if you that. put a limit, let's say they put a limit of eight tickets for each person. Yeah. Okay, how many bots were ahead of you? Oh, well, now, I, now, I don't know if those were bots ahead of me. No, it but, was like 1,700 people. Okay, yeah. let's just say half of those were bots, so we're at 850 now. Right, eight hundred and fifty of those are bots, and they can buy or scout or just people on the internet working. There could be a keyboard that are smarter and faster than us at that shit. That can buy eight tickets a piece. Eight hundred and fifty people buys eight tickets. You know that's sixty four hundred tickets going right there. That's well, half the arena going right I there. I think somebody has figured out a way to to make all these like set up emails for you know. 50 different people set up pre-sales for 50 different people. Oh, there's programs that do it just yes, like that. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just to hold it. But Ticketmaster needs to get a hold of that shit. Well, but I think Ticketmaster don't is give a in shit on either. it too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's, Ticketmaster yeah. have people inside that are buying tickets. Anyways, it's a whole it, ordeal. Yeah, it's a scheme. Jason. And let's hear it. I have a question. You was telling us about a story earlier, and I want to. I don't even know where we're running at on time, but I really. It don't doesn't care. matter. It doesn't matter. I because, heard about because yeah. I, I want to tell this story because n- neither of you. First of all, we've already shit on Ticketmaster, and we've already shit on Heath Wright, and we've already shit on Ricochet. Everybody tonight. We've been on a shit fest, but that's okay. I I got a story I want to tell you, and. I'm going to protect the name of the innocent. Well, he's not innocent, but I'll tell you his name. So, back in 1990... All right, wait. What's his name? I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm going to get to it in a minute. So, back in 1991, I was a junior, senior in high school, and we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have a lot of shit to do back then. So we'd just run. After school, we'd, I had band practice. After band practice, we'd all go to Taco Bell. Then we'd all go fuck off somewhere. So one day, for some fucked up, dumbass reason, we used to play car tag. 
which means we'd all we had CBs in our cars, and we go around town like we'd block off a certain area, and you had everybody had to stay in there. And when you saw somebody, you flash your lights at them, and then they were it. Right? Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Okay. So one day that sounds very damn fun, by the way. Oh, it was. Right? Yeah. yeah, running around Paragool, being deviants. So one day we went to school. I think I was a senior, so it's probably 1991, fall of 1991. Went to band after school, and so band let out about 4.30. So a bunch of these fellow deviants were in the parking lot. We were like, at Paragould High School, where it is now, we were like, we need to have us a cannonball run. Let's do it. We're going to go from Paragould High School. cannonball run. We're going to go. It's 4. 30 in the afternoon. I can't wait to find out what a cannonball run is. I don't know. So we're going to go from Paragould High School parking lot. There's like six or seven cars or trucks involved. We were going to go from the Paragould High School parking lot all the way out to Shiloh Methodist Church. I know exactly where Do a Yui and come back, and whoever made it back to Paragould High School first was the winner (laughs) of the cannonball run. Like in your vehicles? Yes. So... Oh, so it's a race. Yeah. It's like yeah. a surprise yes. race. Yes. Street race. We were time. fast and furious before fast and furious was a fucking thing. Before everybody was had the had so somehow <laughs> somehow I mean chili over here. I ended up in a truck with Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. He yeah, had like yeah. a Chevrolet long wheelbase, red and black like 87 Chevrolet. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say I really like that guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a good one, but we probably ought to redact So anyway, yeah. he's driving. <laughs> I'm in the passenger seat, and we fucking take off, peel out of down 49B by where Casey's is now. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I immediately thought, and I was a senior, so he was probably a junior, and I was like, this motherfucker's out to win this thing. You're with Hell the yeah. right guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the wrong guy. guy. <laughs> Which one is it? Yeah. As long as you're riding. So 412 was still two lane at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we take off. Like the college? Headed west. Wow. <laughs> Jumping hills. Hell all right. Yeah. Now, so, all right. Put us geographically. All right. Where are we at right now? By a tractor supply company. Fuck and we're in headed westbound. We're yes, going about seventy line. miles an hour on a two lane. Headed to Shallow Methodist. Headed to Shallow Methodist at four forty five in the hey, afternoon. My, that's where my land. Well, it's a good time. wide road. She's got some slot curves. Yeah. It was two lane back then. You can get. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, we're leading everybody, but there's people right on our ass. So we're. Like, <laughs> Is so, he driving a stick shift? No. <laughs> oh, you were shifting <laughs> gears. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because anyway, and I was just, I was, I don't know. We didn't really buckle up back then. This was the early 90s. We didn't buckle up back then, but I was probably buckled up by this point. Had that old leather strap hanging down that was kind of like the old shit handle. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So we topped the hill by where Come and Go is now and where Sonic is. Yep. Going in front of Tech. Which was at the time Tech High School. Yep. They had traffic down to one lane. And you had the guys out there with the flags oh, and shit. all that shit. Hell of a time for a cannonball run, right? <laughs> yes. 
this guy's like, fuck that shit, because the guy's like, slow, you know, he's just out there hating his life, just, he's flagging, and there's one lane traffic, and the traffic's coming. This guy goes, hold on. We go into the opposite lane, knocking over cones. This Arkansas, is before they had the sheriff standing out there doing yes, that. Okay, before, yeah. you know, Arkansas Department of Transportation guys jumping out of the way, and then <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is awful. So we end up going all the way to Shiloh, and guess what? We're halfway fucking done. <laughs> this is like... And go right back by the dive. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you got to take a different route back. No, okay. sir. Well, see, I oh, would say slow. yes, sir, because I would already feel like that I'd made it there. Andrew, you're thinking else. like a 37 year old and not a 17 year old. Exactly. So did y'all have people riding on your tails? Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. God. So we we did a fucking donut. In I the feel like this is capture the flag in the shallow <laughs> Methodist Church parking lot. <laughs> Didn't even slow down. Go wow. back. They're picking up cones and shit and trying to get shit back together in front of the school. <laughs> and here this comes his truck right back. <laughs> and they're jumping out of the way and shit. We ended up winning that goddamn cannonball run. Hell yeah. That's so what, what was the prize? About. Nothing. Oh, pride. A good story. Pride. But a couple days later, a process server served up at my house and said, uh, this is your subpoena to show up in court oh, on, shit. you know, October 29th. Paulette was like, Jason! Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, he said, oh, fuck. Yeah, so I'm sweating this shit, and the guy's like, man, the police come to my house. I'm like, no shit. You almost ran over some construction workers in front of tech twice, you know? So, so yeah. I'm glad that lose, it never it. came to... Uh, Came to anything, but that story does kind of give me anxiety just thinking about it. I love it. Like a cannonball run. I've never heard that. So, did you just have to go to that place, or so there was nothing at that place you had to get? No, you turn around and come back. Well, I wish you there go was out a, there, you turn I was around, hoping you come there was back. a flag nope. out there or something. There's an actual to... movie based cannonball run, but it's based on like this actual race that happens. Uh, it's a roller coaster at Silver Dollar City. I no, think. you go all the way from New York to L.A., and it's a race. And these guys, I mean, it's a huge race. It's all done underground because they can't, like, sanction it, can't anything. But it starts from New York, and it goes to L.A., and you, I mean, you gas up. And these guys are getting BMWs and putting, like, like big ass fuel cells in them and being able to run 24 hours straight at 9,800 miles an hour just down the interstate. It's fucking wild. So, but, anyway, oh, go ahead. Just Sorry. imagine, I want y'all to imagine. No, you're cool. Just imagine right in front of where tech is now for like a quarter of a mile, there's cones in the middle with one lane traffic <laughs> and guys with stop and yield signs out there. And this guy that you're with, decides, I know those eight cars in front of me are stopped, and that guy up there is holding a stop sign, and there's oncoming traffic, but I'm going to fucking win this motherfucker. We're and we were over in the He's going lane, anyways. Knocking over cones. Give people. me an approximate year. I told you, it was the fall of 1991. Oh, Ooh. damn. Yeah. I was five Probably years old. Probably around no. September 
Four or years October old. of 2001. No, no, it was around the, 1991. Sorry. That's awesome because that was around the time I started kindergarten. So there's a good chance that I was on one of those school buses coming out nice. of the school. Do you remember a red and black truck yeah. going by at an alarming rate of speed? No, I don't. I okay. used to really like to sleep on the school bus. That was like my favorite thing. Even when I was a very young child, I liked sleeping on the school anyway, bus. Anyway, had to go to court. So you went to court? Oh, certainly. Oh, These what? people were, dude. You can't run over Arkansas Department of Transportation. How they know that you were in there? They got the license plate. They went to but dude's still, house and he, he said I was fucking, in there. I guess oh, I don't know. He was oh, sixteen years old. Fucking ratted. So they showed up at my house and I had to go to court and I was scared to death because I'm like I'm like eighteen. I'm like they're going to throw me in fucking jail. I'm going to be in jail before I graduate high school. I endangered the life of several people in an automobile. Oh yeah! Back in those days, you probably just could have pulled the whole. No, nah, he walked me. out. He walked out with a slap on the wrist. <laughs> Nothing ever yeah. happened. Yeah, they were like, "Oh uh, yeah, yeah, hey, don't fucking do that again. Get out of my courtroom, guys." Yeah, that was it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's how that's how some of that some of that stuff goes, I suppose. Matt was talking about the driving from California to New York thing or whatever, dude. It's so damn silly, but one of my favorite movies, like, if you just get good and, like, Saturday or Sunday, pajama pants, silly stone, drunk. watching oh, TV, yeah. like, one of those days you can just, like, sit and watch earnest movies oh, all yeah. day. It's kind of raining outside. But, yeah. On one of those days, you need to just watch Rat Race sometime. I love oh. Rat Race. It's a stupid movie. It's yeah. really stupid. Is that with um, Rowan, did it come out like Rowan Atkinson or Atkinson, Mr. Bean's character? He's in yeah. It. yeah. Oh, it came out probably around like I don't know. I would my first guess would be like oh five, mm. somewhere nice. around there. I'm eating Andrew's chili, by the way. I'm gonna have me a bowl here in a minute. Hey, we would be remiss if we did not wish every. Last one of you, a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have we, a happy Thanksgiving. We won't talk to you folks again before Thanksgiving. That's true. But we will talk about our Thanksgivings when we come back. I'm Thanksgiving sure. is my favorite holiday. I'm not going to lie. And I'm going to tell you why. I've told you why before. You know every year that Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And yep. you normally get that Friday off, right? Mm-hmm. Christmas yep. moves. Christmas is on a Sunday this year. Yep. Right? Christmas moves every year. I get that Friday off with pay this year. Fantastic. Thanksgiving, you get all the great food that you get with Christmas with none of the pressure of buying gifts for people. All you got to do is show up and fucking eat. Yep. Show up, eat, watch some football. Tell everybody you'll see them in the month. I'm going to be doing some cooking. Yeah. But I'm going to eat too. I'm going to smoke me a a couple of turkey breasts. I got Bet that they are you're going to smoke. Hey, telling you right now, Uh, forewarning. If you got you a turkey that you're going to cook for Thanksgiving and it's like a, one of them 16 to 20 pounders or whatever, you need to be sitting that bastard out in the refrigerator like Saturday. Yeah. It's Wednesday tonight, but yeah. like this Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think it's usually about per four pounds like a day. So mm-hmm. say if you got a 20-pound turkey – and just sit that bastard in the refrigerator like 
Saturday morning. Why don't you have you like a YouTube cooking channel? Well, I don't know. Like, I'm not. You have a lot of good advice. I'm not much of a videoable face or anything. I guess that's not why. It could work. I guess that's why I've not ever been like just so damn keen on the video podcast thing. There's also maybe a like, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm a. You have a face for radio? No, I do not have a. Well, I guess I'm exactly a face for radio. I have have a face for radio. You're right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But. No, because I know it comes down to that thing with a lot of people around Thanksgiving and they're like trying to put their fucking turkey. They just went and bought it two days ago and they're trying to put their damn turkey in the sink and then put it in hot water, which don't do that. Oh, yeah. Cold water. Like water will speed up the process, but just cold. I've got my hand in the air again. Just put the. uh, God damn, that's weird, man. I know, right? He's an animated guy. What can we say? But He's just waving by to everybody. No. If you got you a big-ass turkey and it's frozen in the freezer, pay attention to it and set that bastard out to thaw out in the refrigerator. That's Andrew. Good PSA advice. I like it. That's something to end on, right? Guys, there. everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Appreciate you listening. Andrew, thank you for hosting. Matt, thank Dude, you for your this chili is so technology good. advice and that bowl has a handle. That's pretty cool. Dude. Yeah, I That'd was be a great cereal bowl. I was holding the mic and the bowl at the same time, so I was eating and had the mic by my face. It's I'm going to have to get handy. me one of those bowls. It's handy. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Oh, we got that bowl. Happy Campers Jamcast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. 